plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome along to the latest episode of the Opinions Matter podcast. Hope you're all having a great day. This is a very interesting podcast that we are doing and it's an interview I'm about to have that I've never had before nor in all my years or in Adrian's years doing radio or podcast interviews have we ever spoken to a woman who is in the predicament that the woman we're about to speak to is in. Her name is Emma. She decided to come on and talk to us on two conditions. The first one is that we changed her name and the second one is that we disguised her voice. She also said she didn't want people coming on shouting at her and judging her and when you hear her story you will understand why. I'll come back to that in a second but first of all I just want to let you know that if you would like to advertise your company product or service on the Opinions Matter podcast why not get in touch with us. Every month we have a quarter of a million podcast listens. It's one of Ireland's biggest podcasts and advertising with Opinions Matter is ideal for smaller companies who may not be able to afford to advertise uh, with traditional media like radio or newspapers. So if you fit that bill, if you have a small company you want to advertise with Opinions Matter, why not contact our Sean on SMK Marketing by email opinionsmattershow at smkmarketing.ie opinionsmattershow at smk marketing.ie or WhatsApp us directly on 085-825-2626 085-825-2626 if you want to advertise on the Opinions Matter podcast now I told you the story we had coming up for you today is one which we've never spoken about before and it, I know even before I speak to Emma knowing her story that it's going to be uh, a divisive issue because the story that Emma has to tell is going to disgust a lot of you. A lot of you are going to be very angry. Some of you may be sympathetic uh, towards what she is going through uh, at the moment. Uh, you're very welcome along to Opinions Matter, Emma. Hi, um, thanks. Now, first of all, uh, I suppose, before we even get into um, why you contacted us, because you sent us a message on her Facebook page yesterday which was quite lengthy, and I just want to explain to the listeners that one of the uh, one of the the terms of you coming on to talk to us was that we disguised your uh, voice and changed your name for obvious reasons. So, without yeah. talking about what happened first of all, why did you reach out to us on Facebook? I listen to your show a lot. I I I'm in the situation. I don't I don't know what to do. Can't. There's no one in my life I can talk to you about it. Okay, so it was to look for advice. I, I keep thinking about what's happening in my head, and I I need to hear I need to hear what other people think, and I I don't know I don't know exactly to be honest. Now, one of the things you did say in your messages was that you know you wanted to have an open and frank discussion on this podcast about what you're going through, but you didn't want to be judged because that's not what you don't want to come on and be and be judged for a half an hour or whatever. You just want to tell your story and to get uh, advice. When you say that you have nobody else to talk to about this, no friends, nobody? No, I can't say what has happened. No, that's why, honestly, I'm, I'm kind of at my last, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And yeah, I don't want judgment. I really just want real, real advice. 
everybody has a really close friend that they can they can confide in. I no, this is this is I don't know. Did you read my message? <laughs> yes, no, I did, but I just I just I found it. I mean, I'm delighted that you did choose us to open up to about this, but I just found it bizarre that you don't have someone that you can confi- you couldn't confide even your darkest secrets uh, in. It's just, it's very complicated. I think when I explain it properly, you'll understand. Okay, well, let's start from the start. Um, and again, we're we're not we're the name we're using for you is Emma. That's not obviously your name. Um, we're not going to talk about place names and stuff like that because we don't want it to be recognised because it'll become apparent why. First of all, um, let's talk about your fiancé without naming him. Obviously, I know you don't want us to name him. You're engaged three years, is that correct? Yes, we're engaged three years, yes. Uh, due to be married, have you a date set for the wedding? It's just in the, in the future. We want to do before 2025, but there's nothing set. Um, that's, it's kind of just been an on. That's part of the reason why I'm in this situation, to be honest. Okay, so you're engaged three years. Describe your relationship to your fiancé. Describe what it's like. Um, and this is where I really just don't want judgment. Um, he's a really good, good person. He really is. I know him longer than he's been dating um, but he's not perfect and he's never he's never hit me he's never done anything physical um, but our relationship is very difficult sometimes and he would say things to me that I can't I, I don't want to repeat because I don't want to bring the impression of him to my friends and family but if I'm honest with myself, and I need to be now because this is such a this situation I'm in is very time sensitive. If I'm honest with myself and with you, he speaks to me in a way, and he he does things that I think are not right. Meaning what? Um, it, it's hard. It's hard to explain exactly what it is. But one thing I think is like he he calls me names. Um, he kind of. Like he calls me, he gets angry. He had a really difficult childhood, and he's, you know, he he has kind of reco- he's recovered from an addiction to alcohol and drugs, so he's he's well. But you can still see the kind of the trauma that he grew up with, and when we argue, he will often, you know, call me names, call me flag or um, slut or whore if I do something, and he can be kind of controlling about things that I wear or who I hang out with and that's one of the reasons that I don't have anyone in my life to talk to about this because I don't have friends like left. I know him so I don't want this to turn into me defending what has happened or me um, you know painting him as this evil person. I know him and I know that he is he is a good person and he just he doesn't always get it right and yes that's this is news to me because this wasn't included in the message you you sent to us originally on Facebook. Now it's interesting to hear you, you saying that that your relationship isn't isn't great. But besides all that, um, and I mean the, the, the calling names like that, it's it's disgusting. It's never acceptable. That doesn't excuse. Now I know we haven't told listeners what you've done yet, but that certainly doesn't excuse what you did. Um, did you say that? Are you after telling us, me and the listeners that now because you're looking for sympathy for what the story you're about to tell? No. I I know that this is complicated and I, I didn't want to put that in, in an email, to be honest. I didn't want to write that down because he is a good person. He has been, he's stuck with my dad's eyes. He is, he, he is 
you know, my person. So I don't want to make him sound bad. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm trying to protect him from being misunderstood. He isn't perfect. He's never hit me. Never. I never feel like I'm in physical danger. But our relationship isn't perfect. Do you do you love him? Do you is he the love of your life? Yes, I do. But it's I just find it really I just find it very difficult sometimes because I I have this feeling inside me that maybe that why is why is this my relationship? Why can't it be why can't it be nicer? Why do I why am I listening to these things and, and what does it mean for like if it's like this now, what is it gonna be like in ten years? Why why can't he just, when he's good, he's so good. He's like the best person I know, but when he's not, it's, it's, it's very hard. But you love him and you wouldn't intentionally do anything to hurt him is what you're saying. No, I want, if I could push a button and fix all of the pain that he feels from when he was younger, I would do that for him. I just, I try so hard to be patient. I, I, I try to like read up on different things so I don't, trigger him or accidentally you know push his buttons in the wrong way I try, I try really hard I, I love him Do you have that kind of relationship where you believe that you can confide in him and tell him anything like have you got that kind of marriage where well not marriage but that kind of relationship where you feel you could open up to him about anything um, Certain things yeah but I mean I do hide things from him I don't lie to him but you know I, I, I maybe if I hadn't kind of a friend at work and it was a, a man I wouldn't necessarily tell him about it you know I just I don't want to like I said I don't want to make him annoyed or jealous or whatever so I think that's again why I probably don't have that many people left in my life that I can I don't know talk to It's actually very sad listening to to the first part of your story and you're saying that you have no family or friends that you can turn to about this it's certainly I have no I, I mean I do have my family but I just I, again it's when you don't want to show your family the bad side of the person that you're with, it just puts a distance between you. Okay, let's talk about your uh, trip to the, uh, I won't say what city it was in, but you went to the UK around just just under two months ago. You went on a, a girls weekend to the UK. And again, you did mention the, the city that you went to in the message. I'm not going to... Um, mention that. Tell me about that weekend away. Yeah, so this was my cousin, or well, I won't get into who it was, but it was yeah, a group of girls um, that I obviously have people in my life, but I'm, I'm not, you know, not my best friends or anything, so I probably of all the, the girls on the trip I probably need everyone else uh, the least, but um, so we went away uh, for an event and um, I think the thing is, is that before I left, he was very he was very unhappy, really. He was just not happy that I was going, honestly. That's, that's it. He just, he, he didn't want me to go. And we got into this huge fight because he said that he didn't trust me. Um, and that what was I going to be doing over there? Why did I even want to go? Why couldn't I just go somewhere with him? Like, it's so expensive to leave and we don't have that much money at the moment. And I just, I don't know. I don't usually push back. I never go anywhere. I never do anything for myself. But I just, for some reason, I just thought, I don't know, I just needed, I needed a break. I needed to get away. So I pushed back and we had this very, very explosive argument. Like, again, nothing physical. Um, but he did. He kind of resorted to that name-calling thing and he, he did he could take my passport and he did throw it at the door. Sorry he, told, he, sorry, he took your passport and threw it at the door. He didn't want you to go that badly. No, he doesn't. He doesn't like when I 
suit, things like this. Um, so anyway, so I, uh, I just had to, I don't know, I just kind of felt like I needed this. So I, I left, but I would usually always resolve an argument. You know, I would never want to go away, but I, I think I just found it too hard. So I left and we hadn't resolved our argument and I got there and honestly, Jeremy, I just found it so hard to be around these women that I don't know when I was going through this and I couldn't talk to them about it. And on the first night, so we were at the dinner and I think I drank probably a bottle of wine on my own and then we went out and I had four, four glasses of wine and then we did a shot. Okay, that's a fairly big skinful. Okay, do, do me a favour, Emma, because I know you're getting quite upset talking about this. Just bear with me for one second um, to gather your thoughts and I'm going to take a, a quick break and find out what, what else happened that night because it's, uh, it's quite shocking. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're listening to the Opinions Matter podcast. I'm talking to Emma. As you can hear, we have her voice disguised. The reason we have her voice disguised is that's the only reason she would come on and talk to us if we changed her name and disguised her voice. We're back in a second. Don't go away. It's Opinions Matter. We're talking to uh, Emma, who has her voice changed for obvious reasons. She got in contact with us on her Facebook page yesterday with a with a, a message that knocked us for six, myself and Adrian, when we were reading it. And we asked Emma to come on to the show. She said she would after much persuasion once we disguised her voice um, because she has nobody else to turn to and she's looking for advice. So let's take up the story, Emma. You you had, you were out having dinner in the city in the UK on a girls' uh, weekend. You had a fair bit to drink. Take up the story from there. Um, at the beginning of the night, um, when I was drinking at the table and having the meal, um, there was a I just, I'm sorry, I feel like this is such a cliche. I can't, I hate that I'm saying this, but there was a bartender there. Um, and he kind of like looked at me and, and we kind of had a, like a look. And honestly, it's just been, it's been so long since I've even been in a position where that could even happen. So I wasn't, I didn't really think much of it. Um, but then like later on after when we did the shot, I, I, I remember talking to him and, I just he was he was very nice and he was actually Irish um, and so we just kind of had that kind of conversation and um, and I don't I don't know exactly why but I just I was really upset and my partner was he was actually he was texting me this this horrible horrible stuff and I had to I just turned my phone off and uh, this this man who is you know very nice and I just I feel so awful that I have dragged this person into this um so he um I went back to his house I went back to his his apartment and I mean we may as well say it because as the story progresses it's obvious that the two of you had sex I don't want to say that it was anything to do with the fact that I was drinking I mean it was I would never have done it if I was sober but he didn't he was so nice he he, he, he didn't do anything that he shouldn't have done so I don't want to in any way make it out sound like that's what happened Is this the first time you've cheated on your fiancé? Yes 100% I didn't even know that anyone would want to have sex with me I, I, I know I did it. I know I did it because I want to. I just cannot believe I, I did this. Okay, so you don't regret it. You wanted to do it at the time. Sure, there was drink taken, 
but you did want to do it at the time. I regret doing it, of course. If I, I wish I could go back, but I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I I didn't want to do it at the time. I obviously did. I did it. And did any of the other group that, and again, I have to be careful not to um, mention who was on the trip or how many people were on the trip. Did any of the other group know where you'd been that night? Did they worry about you? Did they know where you'd gone? They just, they just, they thought I went back to my hotel room. I, I, they would never think I was drunk and I just, I said that I was leaving. I was, honestly, I was very, I was very clever about it. Okay, so it was quite calculated. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I did this. You ended up having sex with him that night, as you said. Um, the next day, you went, what, as most people would do, what the hell have I done? Did you know this fella's name, or do you still know his name? Do you have contact details for him? No, I don't have contact details, but I know, obviously, where he lives, and I know where he works. And Let's fast forward, then, to, what, a couple of weeks ago, when you made a discovery. What was the discovery? I'm, pre- I'm pregnant. Normally, people would say congratulations uh, at this stage, which I will. I'll say congratulations um, that you are pregnant. But you're obviously engaged to your fiance, and you're pregnant after having a one night stand with this barman. Do you know who the father is? <laughs> I'll take a quick break. Uh, stay there for a second, please, Emma, because she's obviously quite upset. Um, by the way, we didn't coax Emma into coming onto the show to uh, to talk to us. She wanted to share her story. She wanted some advice. Um, as you can hear, it's quite upsetting for her to, to recount and I'm certainly not going to be harsh on her uh, because she wants to tell this story and she has nobody else uh, to turn to. We're back in a sec. Don't go away. It's the Opinions Matter podcast. Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. When you found out you were pregnant, it was quite a shock, was it? Yeah. Yes, we had, we had, um, me and my partner, we had, um, we had tried, not, not really tried, but, you know, got using protection, um, last year. So, um, nothing I'd never, you know, gotten pregnant. Um, and I wasn't too worried about it because of, um, my age and everything and I, you know it was in the back of my head but I kind of thought well it will happen when it will happen and we weren't you know really trying I think there's only really a couple of days a month it can even happen so it's just the last thing I thought all of a sudden would happen and it's because it was it's because it has never I've never gotten pregnant before that I I have this terrible I mean I can't believe that this could have happened but I feel like I feel like it could be not, you know, not my partner's. If you were to, and this may sound insensitive and I don't mean it to be, but if you were to weigh it up in a percentage-wise, um, percentage-wise, what are the chances that you're pregnant for um, the guy that you slept with in the UK? What are the chances? Well, um, the night before I left, um, I we had me and my partner had sex and then the next night is when that happened. So honestly, I don't know. It's a really I I, I don't envy. I really don't. It's a terrible position to be in. It really, really is. Um, because it's a fifty-fifty chance. Um, 
that you're pregnant for the that the father is either the barman or your fiance. Um, have you been acting weird around your fiance? Would he know that? Like when you got home from the when you got home from the trip. Well, no, forget about when you got home from the trip. When you discovered that you were pregnant, how were you able to face him that day? The thing is, is that I I just was so shocked and um, numb that I just I just was quiet and he didn't even he didn't even notice. I I I, I, I I think we we got along well. <laughs> uh, you obviously contacted us, and I just reading through your message here as I'm speaking to you. Um, obviously, most people would say the first thing you should have done was was tell him that you had the one night stand when you got off the plane from the UK. Um, you haven't told them that, but you're now keeping. Um, sorry, does he know you're pregnant? By the way, does your fiance know? No, like nobody will ever understand how this happened. It's like I'm in a nightmare. All of a sudden, I'm this person who has cheated on their partner and is pregnant with a stranger. That's not who I am. It's an absolute nightmare situation. And as I said, one moment—it's one moment of madness that has that has uh, caused this. Um, like it's bizarre how your life can change in in one moment. And uh, obviously, if you tell him that you're you're pregnant, um, and there's a chance it could be someone else's. But there's obviously going to be a, there's going to be war. He's not going to be happy about it. The thing that you said in your message to us was that you're just hoping that this can go along and that you can stay together and this can be your secret. Do you honestly think that's possible that you can keep that secret? No, I'm not advising you to do uh, to do that. By the way, I always believe that honesty yeah is the best policy when it comes to these type of things. Um, do you think you can? Keep that see that's a, such a huge secret. You have to play along with the fact that he is the father and he may not be. I think about that and I think that maybe it would be okay if I te- if I don't tell him. I think I can not tell him. You know, I really do because I feel so bad and he he doesn't seem to notice and I don't know. So you think you can live this? this lie which may not even be a lie now the problem about it is um, is that you know you can't get a paternity test uh, when the baby's born because you can't do that without his knowledge um, you know the the barman that you had the one night stand with do you think he has a right to know what's happening can I not get a paternity test without him knowing well, sure how could you do that but I think you have two men, two men here in this situation. No, nobody's a winner here, by the way. Um, but you have two men in this situation that are one of whom uh, is the father of this uh, baby. And you believe that you can keep that a secret? I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm a complete stranger to you and I'm trying to give you the best advice uh, I can. But I think you really need to sit down with it. Like, I'm not judging you over, over what happened. I think you really need to sit down with a family member and and talk this through with them. Somebody that you can, and I know you were saying you don't have many people. There has to be somebody that you can trust to share this uh, story with. That means I have to tell them what what has happened, what, what it's like. And if I tell them, then... And I, we stay together, they'll never, ever look at him the same way. Do you think if you tell him this evening that you're pregnant and there's a chance that the baby might, might not be his, uh, will he stay with you and stick by you? No, 
that I I don't know what he will do in this situation. That's one I don't know about that because this isn't me. This isn't something I would do. So I don't know. Okay, we're going to put it up to, out to our listeners to get some advice uh, for you, Emma. Um, and I will touch base again with you tomorrow, myself and Adrian will, and see how you're feeling now. Because I know to share things like this, this is the first time you've shared this story. To share a story uh, can be quite good for you to share it with people, especially strangers uh, who don't know you from Adam. So I'm going to touch base with you again tomorrow and we'll have had advice then from listeners. Is that okay? Yes, thank you. And you stay strong, okay? And don't don't be so harsh on yourself and judging yourself. Yes, what you did was a terrible thing, but mistakes happen. You wouldn't be the first person to make a mistake like that. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Emma. Thanks very much for joining us on Opinions Matter. Um, well, there you go. That's That's, I mean, I've been doing interviews like this for a long, long time. When I say interviews like this, tough interviews and that's probably the toughest interview I've ever had to do because I'm not qualified to give uh, Emma advice she did reach out to us she wanted to talk to us as I said we didn't coax her or coerce her into coming on she wanted to share her story because she felt it was important to share it and I'm sure a lot of you listening will have different opinions some of you will be judging her some of you will be maybe some of you have been in that exact situation. Well, of course you have. This isn't the first time that something like this has happened where someone has got pregnant and there's a chance that the partner is not the father of the child. Um, But we have to remember with this story, there are three people, sorry, four people involved in this whole situation now. There's Emma. There's Emma's um, fiancé. There is the guy, the Irish guy in the UK, as the that's the barman in the restaurant and then there's uh, a baby on the way in seven months time it's just such a messy situation but that's not to say that it can't work out it's just what's the best way uh, to work it out so if you're listening to this uh, on podcast right now uh, and you want to give some advice and but I mean advice I don't mean name calling there's no place for name calling here and and saying this and that about her. You don't need to say that because she knows, you've heard from her, she knows that what she did was wrong. So you judging her isn't going to help. What she needs is advice. So go on to her social media page, go on to her Facebook page if you're listening to this podcast uh, and give us some advice. Maybe if you've been in that situation and you want to reach out to her uh, for some help, um, that would be great as well. But that's what she's looking for. She's looking for advice to see what the right thing to do is, if there is a right thing to do. Anyway, I'm sure this is a story we will come back to. Don't forget, subscribe on Spotify and don't miss another edition of Opinions Matter Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next one.